Good morning. My name is GOP Josh. This is a Thursday edition of the Conservative Crusader. Thank you for tuning in. Hello and welcome, because if I don't say that, I'll feel off all day. <laughs> Follow my gab, GOP Josh. My Twitter is GOP Josh 20. Fighting for faith, family, and freedoms on the front lines of the America First movement today. If President Trump would have been elected, we could have had a 7-2 conservative majority. Re-elected president. We know he was, but you know, he is not currently president. Justice Stephen Breyer is retiring from the court after more than 27 years on the court. At the end of this term, Joe Biden and Breyer are scheduled to appear together at the White House Thursday as the Supreme Court Justice is, to set the, uh, is set to announce his retirement. Today is Thursday, obviously. A source familiar with the matter confirmed to NBC. He is one of th- three remaining liberals. Um, obviously, he, he is uh, retiring to give Biden another liberal on the court to keep that 6-3. And the Democratic Party, the Ayanna Presleys of the world, the Ohio Democrats of the world, the and I'm saying Ohio Democrats because they also tweeted the same thing. A Ohio Democrat tweeted the same thing. It's time for a black woman to be on the U.S. Supreme Court. Why is is the race and the gender of a candidate more important to being qualified for the job. It's all identity politics to these people. It's all, we don't care about your qualifications. We don't care if you are technically able to serve on the court, if you have the proper history, if you have the proper degrees, if you have the proper connections, not really connections, but if you, ha- if you have this, if you have the proper ideology, that's more important. If you have the proper skin color and you have the proper biology. I personally believe that your intellect Your intelligence is the more proper word. Your ability to think critically, your ability to uphold the Constitution, is more important than any race, is more important than any gender, is more important than your identity. Not to the Democratic Party. And Republicans don't legislate from the bench. We see this in Ohio, in the Ohio Supreme Court, where Maureen O'Connor will not uphold the maps, which are geographically correct, but they favor one political party, yeah, because land matters. When you cut out the square root of the state, square, not square root, but the square um, miles of the state, square feet of the state, there will be more Republican land because farmers are more likely to vote Republican and the miserable people in cities are more likely to vote Democrat and make themselves even more miserable. Anyways, 
Jen Psaki was asked yesterday, before the news was made official, I mean, it was official, but Breyer hasn't announced it, if Kamala Harris is being considered for the Supreme Court seat, here's a clip. Maybe if it wants to load. We might get the clip today. What preparations is the White House engaged in broadly in the case of a Supreme Court vacancy? I'm just not going to detail any of that from here. Unrelated to this, you can't detail what, like, doesn't every White House like to get ahead of this in case of a sudden passing in the case of Ruth Bader Ginsburg? None of that you can share? I'm not going to detail internal planning from here, no. Okay, and let me ask you a couple other questions. Is there any scenario in which the president would select his vice president, Kamala Harris, for the Supreme Court? Again, I'm not going to speak to uh, any considerations, preparations, lists. Um, and as we've stated earlier, and you heard the president say, uh, it is there's a long history of Supreme Court justices determining when uh, they may retire, if they retire, and announcing that. Uh, and we're going to, uh, that remains the case today. Clearly you're more if, wiser than I'm, to I'm going to, so that clip's over. So if, if there was absolutely no way Kamala Harris, the tanking vice president, would be appointed to the Supreme Court. Why wouldn't they say so? Why wouldn't they say, we have a list, as does as every president does, and, and, and we're just not going to clarify that, but Kamala Harris is not on that list. Her favorability is insanely low. Her approval is, let's see here, let me find this at Kamala Harris, 43%. Her approval rating is up 10%. There is no way at this point that they are reelected, they being the ticket of Biden-Harris. Biden is actually higher higher approved than Kamala, I'm pretty sure. Yes, it, it, he has higher approval in some polls. So if we take Kamala Harris out out of this position where she'd have to run again, when she cannot run again, she she could physically not. I mean, she can, but she would lose any race that she was to run again. We know the entire point that she's in there is to be the first black woman president, the first woman president. We know that. So what if instead they said we can grab Stacey Abrams or we can grab some other black Democratic woman, to run with Biden in 2024. And we'll give Kamala Harris, a black Democratic woman, this seat on the Supreme Court. Sadly, I don't think this is that crazy of a philosophy, and it's not as crazy of a philosophy as some people like to think it is. Kamala Harris did go to college for legal, for law. She is, she was the attorney general. Of California. And I don't think she's on the short list. But I don't think they're counting her out either. We can see. With Biden's health degrading. That he is. Probably not the favorite. For the Democratic Party to run. In 2024. And I don't like talking about death here on the show. But but just clarifying. He's, he's not the favorite. 
Kamala Harris with her failure to be vice president and actually serve as vice president makes her also not a a favorite for 2024. If you put her on the court, keep Biden in these this set pretending to be president, get a vice president in there that's more popular, more electable. And then she has a lifetime position where she's making hundreds of thousands of dollars every year, Kamala being. She'll still be a very present person. She'll be on the Supreme Court, obviously. She'll have a job for life. She will be a staunch partisan vote for the Democratic Party. And, and for the Democratic Party, I don't see much of a negative to this. I, I don't see them coming out and saying, well, you know, Kamala Harris is great. We, we love Kamala. She's a great vice president. But we, but we don't think she's fit for the Supreme Court. I mean, and it's possible that she wouldn't run. Or not run, but it's possible she wouldn't be appointed. But it's also not, it's possible, possible that she would be. That's going to be something really interesting to follow in the coming months. Something very interesting to follow in the coming months. What else is interesting to follow is Fauci suggests children under four years old to get three doses of the COVID vaccine. White House Chief Medical Advisor Fauci said on Wednesday that children under four years old will likely receive three doses of the COVID-19 vaccine once it's approved, referring to the plan as a three-dose regimen. Doses and regimen for children six months to 24 months worked well, but it turned out the other group of 24 months to four years did not yet reach the level of non-inferiority, whatever that word means. Uh, So the studies are continued. They're studying on our children, by the way, if you didn't catch that. Six months to 24 months, they are sacrificing their children for this vaccine. It looks like it'll be three doses. We, can, we, can, we don't think we can predict when we'll see a EUA, an emergency youth authorization. He added referring to the approval from the Food and Drug Administration. I can't give you a timeline on that. We'll just have to wait and see. Three doses for a child, a young child, who obviously doesn't like shots already. For a shot they don't need to get. A shot that is not something that is essential for their life. Uh, USA COVID deaths by age. Let's look this up here. Is this the chart that I'm thinking of? Yes, it is. Here we go. From 0 to 17. That includes these young children all the way up to older than me. 700 and 48 deaths since the beginning of covid since the end of 2019 up to the 26th which is when this this chart ends 26 2022 748 let me look back to a video i made really quick to see 
what year or what day it was when I made a video kind of this the same topic. Let's see here. Uh, do I have the date on here? This is when they were, okay, 10-8-2021. Uh, so that was October. The 8th of October. And that was when it was 500 deaths. So 248 people have died in... 48 children have died from COVID since October. I wonder if this is including the the vaccine tests in this in this list. I wonder if this is including that group of children being sacrificed. But personally to me, 748 deaths is not enough to warrant getting three shots as a four-year-old, worth getting my child four shots of the four-year-old, three shots of the four-year-old. Let me know what you think. If you are a parent, oh yeah, and and since 2019, 68,000 young kids have died. 68,883. And only 748 of those was COVID. I just wanted to put that out there because this number is here as well. So if you are a parent and you have a different take than me on this, please email me, josh at gopjosh.com. Go to gopjosh.com slash show or click the link in the show notes to send in a message to the show. I'll be right back. After this break, this is a good segment. I I, I really like the way the segment turned out. We'll be back next segment. Um, Another, a, a, a senator or representative, I don't remember what her position is. Senate um, talks about hoping the SCOTUS will pick rulings based on law and will consider the impact. Trump's favorability is higher is 17 points higher than Biden. Um, Spotify removes a song catalog after they demand the takedown of Joe Rogan. And YouTube suspends Dan Bongino. A very packed second segment here on the Conservative Crusaders. Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. I hope the Supreme Court pick will not make rulings just based on law and will consider the impact of rulings. What? What? This is Mazzy Horano. I'm not, I'm not going to play this whole clip. It's five minutes long. But she said she doesn't want the Supreme Court pick to just follow the law. But someone who will consider the impact, the effects of whatever decision making is, peop- is on people in our country so that they are not making decisions just based on the law. That That's an exact quote from Mazzy Hirano, according to Breitbart. 
What I'm looking for is a justice who can be fair and fair and impartial, and who does not have an ideolo- uh, ideological axe to grind. Which is what we saw, as far as I'm concerned, in President Trump's nominees, including to the Supreme Court. I'm expecting a fight, but there you have it. I'm looking for someone who's going to be not only highly qualified, as all the people who you've already talked about are, but who will really bring to the judiciary the kind of diversity that I'd like. That someone who will consider the impacts, the effects of whatever decision making is on people in our country, so that they're not making a decision just based on, which I would like to base it on law. But it says, who are not trying to get rid of decades of precedent, that uh, abortion, voting rights, consider the, uh, take into consideration the real-life impact of the decisions he or she will be making. These people who are elected, this is a senator by the entire state of Hawaii, they are basically entirely in control of the Constitution when it comes to amendments. And they don't care if a judge, a a, a justice, I should say, follows the law of the United States of America. As long as they take into account the real life impacts of their decisions, law is not important. And I say this too much, but are you getting it yet, folks? One political party, and I'm not I'm not trying to make this a Republican versus Democrat battle. But the side that is completely in charge of the Constitution at this moment, who is the party in charge of appointing this SCOTUS justice and confirming this SCOTUS justice, this party does not care if the rulings are based in law. Because, let's be honest... The Republican Party won't have much of a say in the Supreme Court nominee process. That's why he's resigning before the midterms. But you don't have to follow the rule of law. You don't have to follow the United States Constitution, which you're sworn in to protect, as long as you take into account the real-life impacts. The real-life impacts. Imagine the real-life impacts of abolishing our Constitution. And I think this next article is because of the previous article. In the latest Harvard-Harris poll, President Trump's net favorability rating is 17 points higher than than Joe Biden's. That's a very opinionated title, his fraudulency. Donald Trump, 47%, 44%. That's favorable, unfavorable. Joe Biden, 39, 53. Let me do a a quick calculation to make sure these numbers are exactly accurate when it comes to these favorabilities and unfavorabilities. Calculator. 47 minus 39. 
that's 8. And then 53 minus 44, that's 9. 17. Kamala Harris's is 3651. Hillary's is 3553. Pelosi is 3254. BLM is 4244, which is actually also beneath Trump. CNN is 4142. Fox News is 4637 when it comes to favorability, unfavorability. This is a outlier poll. But Harvard Harris is a rare, reputable pollster. This is the most up-to-date look at this specific characteristic being favorability. Pelosi is down 23 points. Even in the poll of polls, that is the real clear politics poll, Trump beats all of the people, not quite by as much, but still. The 47th president of the United States, everyone, Donald J. Trump. The 47th president will be Donald J. Trump. And sometimes you shouldn't put yourself into an argument you can't win. Spotify will be removing Neil Young. Who is Neil Young? After Joe Rogan ultimatum. Spotify technology... This is all. This is using stock terms because it's a Fox Business article. Is removing Neil Young's music as the folk star isn't wavering his folk rock star isn't wavering his objections to Joe Rogan's pod podcast. The Heart of Gold and Harvest Moon singer earlier this week penned an open letter to his manager and label asking them to remove his music from Spotify, saying they are spreading misinformation about COVID nineteen vaccines through Mister Rogan's show. They can have Rogan or Young, not both. Joe Rogan gets 22 million streams a month. Or 220 million, one of the two. Uh, Let's see here. Joe Rogan monthly listeners. I don't like the the downloads term. 11 million listeners. It doesn't say how, how, uh, if that's every month, but 11 million listeners. Neil Young has about 6 million monthly listeners. How do you think a corporate executive more worried about money than they are um, politics? How do you think they would decide in that? Do they want a, a C-tier artist with outdated music? Or do they want someone who's making a lot of money in the news right now? I think I'd choose the latter, personally, and they did as well. I saw a number where Neil Young is losing like 65% of his streaming revenue. So he's losing like $7 a month. Sad. Don't put yourself in an argument where you know you'll lose. And we have time for one more article at least, but I have to get two in here. Renacy, Jim Renacy is beating Joe, uh, Mike DeWine by 8% in 2022 Ohio governor race, according to a survey. 33% of respondents say they will definitely vote against Mike DeWine, regardless of who runs against him in the Republican primary. Definitely DeWine was 
46% of Renacy voters, 22 agreed with the statement they'd vote definitely Renacy. 19% said definitely, probably Renacy. And five leaned toward Renacy. So this is a a close poll, eight points. And I don't, I don't know if Blystone is mentioned in here. He is not. But 16% are undecided. I don't know how many of those are Blystone supporters who didn't say Blystone supporters. 8% or 90 of the 100% disagree with Joe Biden. So that, that's the a good way to tell the polls 8% uh, strongly disagree with Trump. Mike DeWine has better name recognition. I'm just trying to read through this poll. Uh, Bly Stone is nowhere mentioned in here, which is the third candidate. And I think he needs to drop out. And I know he he's not going to, but Bly Stone needs to drop out of this race while he's ahead. He's having the FBI investigating him. He is... I could do a whole episode about Blystone, I think. He he is... He is only in the race to re-elect DeWine, and you can't change my mind. Good luck, Renacy. I'm not endorsing in this race. I, I, I don't like any of the candidates passionate enough to endorse. Good luck, Renacy, is all I can say. And YouTube has permanently suspended Dan Bongino. YouTube has permanently pulled off conservative talk show host Dan Bongino off its platform for violating his terms of service. Funny thing is he wasn't uploading anymore. We're suspended, which he claims masks are useless in preventing COVID-19. Because they are. They are useless. Bongino has already announced to leave YouTube and has been on Rumble. Former Trump was was banned, obviously. Um, He's still banned. But they're banning people who are leaving the platform. I, I don't post on YouTube anymore. If they ban me, I wouldn't care. I have ha- I've gotten my strikes for talking the truth about this vaccine. But they're banning people who don't care about their platform anymore. They're so afraid that Dan Bongino is going to come to his YouTube audience, which I don't think a lot of his audience was on YouTube. He's going to come to his YouTube audience and say, you know what? We're leaving YouTube. Move to Rumble. This and that. They're afraid of that. And they're afraid of someone coming to their audience and saying that. And so they ban him. Big tech censorship has gone on for too long. Please follow me on Gab. So if if I get banned, if I get taken down, we can stay in the loop. Subscribe to my newsletter. You can get it at gopjosh.com. I don't use that very often, but I'll use that to communicate if I get taken down. t.me slash gopjosh. That's my Telegram channel. I don't use that very often besides my very hot takes. Uh, Getter. I use Getter. I don't really use Getter, but I, I post on Getter occasionally about once a day. GOP Josh there. Twitter, for as long as I'm still there. GOP Josh 20. Instagram, GOP Josh 20. GOPJosh.com slash show. Send in a message to the show. Email me, josh at GOPJosh.com. I think that covers all the bases. And until Monday, because I'm not uploading tomorrow, until Monday, 
My name is GOP Josh. This has been the Conservative Crusader. Hope you have a great weekend. Stay warm. And I will talk to y'all on Monday. Stay tuned.